Do you know how much Metamucil costs right now? Oh my gosh. This is a good prices rate for gay people. What's the normal cost of Metamucil for the powder? The orange? I don't know. Maybe like 30 bucks. Like it's not cheap. Okay. Well, it was 40. So I guess that's not that far off. That's well, that seems high. Did you get the world's biggest container? Or did you get the no, premium but brand I got off brand. Oh, you got off brand? Well, I got it was forty bucks. I oh I I don't have the budget, so I got off brand, and it it literally Horrible. has the ex- exact same ingredients. So I don't understand why it's not working. I think you're fucked up, and I think you should actually, frankly, be put in jail. Welcome to Two Servings of Fruit. Welcome, everybody, to Two Servings of Fruit. We should do a whole episode where I speak in English and you speak in French. Okay. But not today. What was that? That was French. For what? Québécois. Have you ever been to Quebec? Yeah. Yeah, and then you got banned. I was shamed in Quebec for not knowing French. Actually, I was for real. I was shamed in Quebec, um, like Cersei Game of Thrones style. <laughs> and all because I ordered a poutine. <laughs> but I said poutine instead of poutine. <laughs> and they literally <laughs> tomatoes at me, at my naked body walking through the streets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I just want to say for the. Um, for the listeners that I'm so proud of Liam's productivity today. Yeah, I I pl- I was up early, nine something a.m. nine fifteen a.m. I woke up. Oh my gosh, I had a dream actually. You want to know what I dreamt about? What? Oh, we could. This could be a segment too. What was your dream? You know, I haven't had what a dream in dream? probably half a year. Oh, that's so tragic. Okay. Anyways, well, my dream was one. Okay, one part of my dream was there was a huge alien invasion, massive alien ship. But the ship's engine also had a gigantic hot dog in it, which was like, <laughs> like a hot dog wiener, like poking out of the jet engine, which was cool. Okay. And then um, and then I went to the bathroom in the dream. Like I went to go take a dump or something. I don't know. But I was in this toilet area and, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to like get uh, a hole, basically, like a, a house in a hole, you know, like a, a dungeon or something. What's the word I'm looking for? Bunker, a bunker. Because I was like, there's an alien invasion. Okay. And then suddenly I was working. I was at work. I was so annoyed that I was working because I was like, oh my God, I should have got called off, but whatever. And I had a, I was straight. I had a girlfriend and she came to visit me at work. Yeah, I know. Which was cool. It was interesting. And, um, she, and then she was actually working and I wasn't working and I was at her table. So she wasn't, and it like, was, I was visiting her. And I was being really difficult. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> can I get this with this and this? And like, I was just being kind of annoying. She's like, God, are you actually always like this? And I was like, yeah, baby. Love you, honey. <laughs> Did she realize that you're uh... what gay? Not in the dream. No. But then I woke up or maybe I didn't wake up just then. But either way, I was awake. All I remember was just kind of giggling to myself, but also being really afraid when that ship landed. And I was also seeing it from like the top of a mountain. So that's how I knew the ship was huge because it was like it covered a whole city and it had this huge hot dog just poking out (laughs) of its back like a little like a little like a little poopy. 
I didn't fall asleep last night until four in the morning. So, oh, that's awesome. I think it's because I took a three and a half hour nap at three thirty p.m. and then I also had a large matcha at eight p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like midnight, and I was like, "Why can't I sleep?" <laughs> I hate that. I actually hate caffeine not being able to sleep. That's the worst. Anyways, weird shit. It's our first weird shit. Yeah, first weird shit of the year. First weird shit of the year. Okay, well, what's yours? Did I send it um, to you? I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine was provided by Liam because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> it's the mirror. Mm. The mirror. And the headline is King Charles related to real Dracula Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> Butchered enemies with steak. <laughs> I didn't actually read this one. <laughs> Is that not fucking just spot on? (laughs) The new monarch's ancestry can be traced back to Romania's notoriously fearsome ruler, yet Charles III's stakes in the country go beyond distant blood ties, blah, 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 blah. He's literally a vampire, is what we're learning. I could have guessed. No wonder his little fat, chubby fingers get so swollen in the sunlight. It's because he's about to burst. He's burning up. He's a great grandchild 16 times removed of Vlad the Impaler. (laughs) Yeah. That's more than me. <laughs> That's like so distant, Liam. <laughs> He's literally a vampire, which means, you know what else that means? Lizzie was a vampy too. Is that why she lived so long? Mm-hmm. I thought well, she's, well, no, maybe she's not even dead. Maybe she's, oh. you know, cocooning. I've, okay, this is hand. my theory. Mm-hmm. She's probably cocooning. She's gonna, I don't know, it's like... Uh, in some sort of like gooey sack like i'm picturing her floating you know embryonic gooey sack and she's going to be birthed again in like 20 years as like a little going to be like oh look uh kate's daughter this is kate's little girl and she's going to be like a little baby again and like that's probably what she's been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years okay over and over and over Um, again they do kind of look similar Mm mm-hmm He's, he no. probably isn't even 16 times removed. He's probably just actually Dracula. I had something to say about Charles. That he's awesome? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't remember. Oh, my God. Great. He's literally, he's banned for the, because the Queen's funeral is on Monday. Uh-huh. <clears throat> he's, he's banned because he's kind of like into, you know, climate. Mm-hmm. Shit. Me saying that like I don't believe in it, I fully support it. Yeah, but- I'm sorry, what? I'm climate change skeptical. <laughs> I'm climate change curious, personally. Um, he's banned like private private planes or from flying in. So I was reading that like us. Yeah, all these well, like honestly, important political figures are taking. Frankly, bus. make him fly commercial. <laughs> you want to get to know the people that you represent? Get on a plane. Except you know? Joe Biden. Joe Biden's coming in via helicopter. Hmm. Well, it's he's he's just got big balls, I guess. He's just like I ain't doing that. <laughs> That's kind of so funny picturing like <laughs> Trudeau and all these fucking world leaders on a bus. Probably no oh. AC. Like I'm picturing a school bus. They're singing songs. <laughs> We're the bus. Yeah. <laughs> like the security on the bus. Oh my god. Well, you know what? They're probably going to use more gas just in the amount of cars that they're going to have surrounding that damn bus. Literally. What are you doing for the holiday? 
Um, nothing here is closed, so I'm just gonna live my life. Oh, really? Like I see the UBC canceled classes. I don't have classes on Monday, anyways. Does that mean I get stat pay? I hope I get stat pay. Does your know. work close? No, but like when I work a holiday, I get stat pay. So does this count as like a day I get stat pay? Which is like time and a half. I don't think so. Oh, God. I'm going to sue. I'm actually going to like, sue. It was only for federal government employees and then uh, like private businesses and stuff are, can choose if they do it or not. Oh my gosh. This country is so fucked up. I need a day to grieve my bitch. <laughs> no, she's not dead. She's just in a sack. What's your weird? Okay, well, shit? this is th- this is my weird shit, and this one's actually awesome, and this one's kind of relevant to to um. This is actually just like perfect. Like, I don't want to hype this up too much, but this is actually probably the best weird shit anyone has ever read ever. Okay. So, Trail of slime leads German customs to bags of giant snails. So this happened in Berlin. <laughs> oh no, sorry, it happened in Dusseldorf, but it, the the article was written in Berlin. Okay. But they uh, they had a trail of slime, and that and it led them to a stash of a hundred giant African land snails. So first of all, you're getting on a plane. You're bringing your one hundred giant African land snails. <laughs> Maybe you would think to, I don't know, like plastic wrap the inside of the bag or something. So it doesn't leak out slime. Double bag it, double bag Mm -hmm. it maybe. So they found six bags containing about 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat. Oh my God. They found a suitcase (laughs) full of rotting meat. (laughs) Was this just abandoned or did it belong to someone? I, I, I think it belonged to someone. But it doesn't talk about the the, the suspect. Also, if you're but wheeling along your your suitcase, wouldn't you notice it's leaving behind a trail of slime? I, I mean, I, I mean, maybe they just or maybe left it. maybe they left it, and all the snails inside were moving the suitcase themselves. Well, what it does say is actually they followed the trail of. of oh my gosh, these snails are huge. Eight in okay, so they by following the trail left by the eight inch snail. Holy shit. That's almost a subway foot long sandwich <laughs> of a snail. They found a bag with a hole with another snail already peeping out of it, possibly preparing a dash for freedom. Giant African land snail. <laughs> dash for freedom. Oh yeah. my God. It's like the size of a rabbit. They're huge. Can you imagine you're, you're at the airport and you see that? They're oh my God. <laughs> They're kind of fucking scary looking. Did any of them make it to freedom? Well, it says the, the snails were handed to an animal rescue service in Dusseldorf and the meat was destroyed. The bag of rotting meat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I was worried about that bag of meat. <laughs> Thank God. God, those snails were just clamoring over each other. I'm going to get you one for your birthday. You literally couldn't if you tried because you, clearly it, you'd get stopped at customs. So good fucking luck. Well, somebody got it from Africa to Germany. Well, yeah, but it didn't work very well. <laughs> like, sure, they got on the plane, then they forgot their their. I don't even know how you have. Okay, the other thing is you've got. So we're talking. There was six bags here, so you have like your your hands. You've got your own luggage because you're probably coming on a trip for a while, and then you've got six bags. One's got rotting meat. One's got 
fish and stuff. And then another, I don't know, four maybe, or I don't know how many would have to fit these snails, but you've just got snails everywhere. Like you don't even have hands for all this luggage. They were breaking so many laws, but like, I want to know who they were and if they caught them with it or like if this person abandoned it like did they notice it was leaking and they were like <laughs> well that's the thing. never mind like, like I, <laughs> they just left yeah they just left <laughs> just that's, like, a, no. that's a great weird shit of the week that's Perfect. topical yeah because it actually lends us in right greatly right greatly right greatly <laughs> greatly into our uh, our uh, topic for the day which is euro trip euro trip euro trip yeah we talked briefly about our our travels but now we're going to get yeah. into the nitty-gritty yeah chase was actually a true local in berlin where this story um originated so was it me did you write the story or was it you who did it i forgot my snails if you could have one weird pet what would it be a giant African land snail. I would definitely choose a raccoon. Oh, That's that'd be choice. so cute. I know. Anyways, um, just give us a little. So you were in Berlin for how long exactly? <clears throat> um, for how long exactly? Let me think. Do you know how many days? No. Do you want me to count? Yes. Me... <laughs> and then we're going to go through what you did every day. Okay. I was in... Berlin for 192 days. Okay, so what did you do on day one? <laughs> I'm not going through every day. <laughs> but what did you do on day two then? <laughs> um, probably cried because I was stressed out. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I was in Europe for maybe just over a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't know how long. Either way, we did lots. We traveled lots. It was a jam-packed month when I was there for sure, at least. What did you do when I wasn't there? Like, what was your... What (laughs) what did you do when I wasn't there? What what could you have possibly done without me? Honestly, just watch, like, Netflix and hang out or, like, what? (laughs) I mean, I think in total I went to 13 cities during my six months. If you include Berlin. So I went to, I mean, if you can leave Frankfurt because I flew out Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts on Germany are, um, I feel like it's probably more livable than it is like a good place to travel. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Berlin. Well, I don't know. Cause I lived there. It is. I thought Berlin was pretty livable. You need to get used to German people, which we actually do have some listeners in Germany besides Abby and Lou. <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't want to offend anyone but germans are um not very nice <laughs> and, and like they don't smile at you like there's no like really small talk or like you walk past someone on the street if you smile at them they're gonna think you're a freak like yeah let's, if you ask not to, like, it's not like a particularly friendly if you culture. ask to pet their dog they're gonna be like um if sure? you ask to walk their dog they'll thank you <laughs> but I remember on the first time me and Abby went to the grocery store and I was warned about Lidl, um, which is the grocery chain. I was warned about their workers. But when we went there for the first time, we had flowers that we got near our, our flat. Everyone calls it a mm-hmm. flat there. So I call it a flat now. And oh, um, oh. <laughs> um, we went grocery shopping. We had the flowers in our cart and it was this old 
lady and she looked really mean and she was just saying something to us in German and like was not hand gesturing or anything and we were like ah, ah, ah. like we didn't know what she was saying and she wouldn't like process the payment like she was just kept saying the same thing in German and it was so stressful I wanted to cry and she was just sitting there and then um the guy behind us finally after literally like five minutes translated for us I don't know why he just stood there for that long but he was liking it he was liking the show she just wanted to know if we paid for the flowers like if we bought them at the legal or not but uh, it was a terrible terrible uh, first first interaction with a German human and it made me um question every choice I've ever made so honestly yeah I, I support that there I mean Berlin is a city that speaks a lot of English but no one will speak English to you <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like Berlin's interesting because I feel like there's um like not the sirens oh my god oh my god chase are you okay i hear sirens here probably every 10 minutes so that's awesome oh um and uh i live next to a hospital so me too oh wait i live next to a hospital maybe that's why oh yeah berlin i feel like is a city that's like clashing between old um conservative germans who are trying to like hold on to you know west berlin pure german mm-hmm. identity and then young uh berliners who are like partiers and kind of alternative and out there well, i mean and that's artsy. the story that's the history of berlin a city divided you know berlin wall that's beautiful. <laughs> east berlin that's is <laughs> east berlin is awesome and it's where all the clubs are and it's where everyone's all the artsy spots are and everyone's dressed cool and weird and and it's very free and then west berlin is like where all the landmarks are and it's like old people boring did you come back from europe like kind of an asshole like did you come back from europe like oh my god in europe we only drink coffee like this or like oh my god back home in europe like we only do this or were you normal (laughs) i think i'm like I think I'm normal, but there are like moments where I want to, and I'm noticing this when I'm meeting people at school, like moments where I want to, like someone's talking about something and I'm like, want to talk about how I did something similar, but mm-hmm. like, I don't want to sound like I'm just like constantly talking about how I was living in Europe for a little bit. Like, mm. so I just don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think I came back from from my European travels just like really appreciating like friendly customer service. So now anytime I have the moment to interact with someone, I'm like, how's your day? Like when how I, are you doing? When I flew home, which was a whole other ordeal, when I was in Toronto and the Tim Hortons lady was so nice. She was like, what can I get for you, sweetheart? And I literally like didn't know what to say. Like I was like... <laughs> I was like stunned. I was like, um, a nice cop. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I was so rude. <sighs> no, I love it now. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Well, let's go through like some cities that we, um, loved, hated, adored, adorned, bestowed with beauty and grace. Well, where did we go together? Well, we actually both went to Paris separately. Yeah. So that was, what do you, what did you think of Paris? Well, I went to Paris and probably the worst time to go to Paris <laughs> in, in July, it was 40 degrees 
and it was just insanely busy. But it was like a beautiful Honestly, it was city. Just hot all over Europe the whole time. I was yeah, there. so much to do, too much to do. Like I, I would go back and I would like to spend more time there. I feel like it was very rushed, but it was Paris was lovely. It was beautiful. I loved Paris. Paris was one of my favorite places to visit. I did go up the Eiffel Tower. I met a woman from uh, Mexico City and she was a lawyer and she didn't speak any English and I don't speak any Spanish. I, I couldn't even speak French in Paris, frankly. I'd try it and then I'd go, and, as, uh. <laughs> why? And they'd be like, huh? I'd be like, uh, um, can I get this please? Like I'd get nervous. I was just nervous. I was an anxious traveler. Something I learned about myself on that trip was I was just very anxious traveling alone. Definitely it's better to go with a buddy and I don't like hostels. I'd rather stay at a hotel, you know? I'm, I'm just a little too... I'm just a little, I'm a little much, yeah. I need my own room. First person I met at a hostel, he was a mortician. So <laughs> can you, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> can you actually name a worst possible person to me? And he's, yeah, he's your like, Paris I'm here for experience, work. You say you love Paris, but like, I know that your Paris experience was very stressful. Yeah, but I still loved it because it was such a beautiful city and I did enjoy it. Like, honestly, just walk, like, all I did was walk around Paris, basically, and eat food. Oh, it was so good. Ah, oh, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> I would definitely go back. Loved the Louvre. And yeah. Parisian people are, are like, I mean, relative to Germany, every other country is so friendly. Like, I'd be in a little cafe and, you know, they wouldn't rip me off, which was nice when I'm out to eat or something. In Greece, they'll rip you off. But in Paris, they were just kind of, they were just nice. Cute cafes. Paris was, good. Paris had some, I mean, I thought Paris was kind of similar to Berlin in the way that I saw a lot of, like, grumpy old people and a lot of like friendly well-dressed young people yeah and paris is so busy 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 and every street intersects at weird angles like it's literally just a just a bustling little hub of old shit at the 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 arc Luck did you go to the arc i didn't even make it no i was in paris for such a short time it was like it's like got that road that's like the mm-hmm. roundabout situation, but there's no like signs and cars are going all over the place. And I didn't realize that you could go underground and take like, like to where the train is and get to the middle mm-hmm. part. But like people were just like running across. And oh so God, I, I just ran across it. and it was like so scary. Yeah, that seems <laughs> People terrifying. were honking and yeah, that was great. People in Paris also just cross the street. Like they just go. Like the, the like people yeah. in Paris don't wait for anybody. Cyclists go, cars just go. Yeah, it's crazy. Berlin is very like. Um, I didn't get this so much in Berlin, but it's it is a German thing. I know that jaywalking is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. There are people like you don't see a lot of people jaywalking Berlin. Like they wait for the little man to turn green, mm-hmm. and old people will give you dirty looks if you do it. But yeah. Berlin's much more like I'm a real like a more city. Oh, Germans oh. love Germans love rules. That's what I learned. Yeah. Germans love their rules. <laughs> you know, I never even. I mean, my experience in Berlin was honestly Berlin's like a chill city. It's, but it's not like I mean, you could spend. I would need like a good week in Paris. I don't need a week in Berlin. You know, I could do Berlin in a couple of days. I think and see everything that I kind of would like to see. But I also don't yeah. really love to travel for like. Um, like my thing when I'm traveling is just eating. So I don't think like Berlin food scene is not the best. 
Berlin, yeah, German food. Uh-huh. German food in other parts of Germany, I'm sure, is amazing. Like Bavarian cuisine in Bavaria, yeah. probably awesome. But like German, not German, sorry, Berlin has so many like Vietnamese, Japanese restaurants, and like in Vancouver, <laughs> there's so much better. Berlin has no. Berlin has a restaurant for probably every cuisine in the world. But the thing is, like, it will never be the the best of that cuisine (laughs) it'll be that cuisine with like quite a few steps down from top tier except i think the exception is turkish food like the turkish food in berlin is so good so awesome Mm. oh gosh and everything's pickled and i love pickles me too i miss my durum so much yeah and they have good burgers bulgars are really good and beer it's cool i guess oh my god beer like i drink so much beer in that because a vodka soda there is like eight euros and a yeah, beer is like is, three. Yeah. And that's and a single those, vodka soda. Yeah. Like not even good either. And the vodka is like five, $5 in the store. Like, so it's called it's a skinny stupid. bitch. It's called a skinny bitch. Yeah. Everyone drinks tonic water. Everything is bitter. And everyone loves like, gin and tonic. Bitter. Aperol and just like the I most do love bitter. Aperol. I'm kind of over Aperol because I had it so much. <laughs> this year like i've had so much aperol so uh, i'm actually kind of more into beer i'll drink like i drink ipas now yeah i'm not trying to say that i'm straight but i am straight now in your dream it's your subconscious mm-hmm. it's meant no, to I'm be literally i'm ex-gay <laughs> i still have this picture of this fucking flabby impaler just a big picture on my screen <laughs> where would you go if you were if you're going to europe again like would you go where would you want to go back to and where do you want to still see well, I really wanted to go to Croatia. I didn't get the chance to. Um, I would like to go to other parts of Italy. Um, mm. I would love to go back to Poland. Like, I loved Poland so much. Yeah, what a weird, weird... Poland was okay. great. For one, you're rich in Poland because <laughs> their money is worth nothing. <laughs> hey, Polish people, your money's worthless. It's true. It's I was eating at five-star restaurants for... 10 bucks and it's like i mean part of it was like nostalgia because a lot of the food i grew up eating but Mm. it was also my first time traveling like solo i took a bus to poland and it was snowing there and it was just like cool it was just nice vibes I definitely want to visit Italy because I missed that part of the trip, but I'm not regretful of it because I went home early. But um, I would definitely want to go to Italy, but I would want to do like just Italy and I would want to like rent a house and a car and like just travel around from there and like go to a little village and just hang out in Italy and eat. You know, I'll have a little call me by your name moment, you know, but just me, myself and I. (laughs) Italy was the places I went in Italy were the absolute least favorite cities I went to in all of Europe. And if you asked me before I moved, if you had asked me what I thought would be at the top of my list, I would have said Italy. I wouldn't have said, I would have said, I'm not even going to Poland. Why would I go to Poland? (laughs) Literally. I get that though. I think, yeah, the cities you went to were like, I mean, Milan, I haven't heard great things about just in general. And then Rome, I guess. Yeah. It's just so busy. I went to Rome, I went to Milan, and I did a day trip to Verona. Verona was nice, cute, and I think I would place it higher on my list if I um, stayed there longer. But uh, Milan was cool, too. It was just, like, kind of nothing to do after the first day. It's like, 
Mm. Just very commercial. And then Rome was fucking shit. Terrible shit. <laughs> shit. Okay, well, I'm glad I, d- I didn't make it to that then. <laughs> yeah, I think you honestly, I think Rome would have tipped you over the edge because it was, it was so hot. It was so humid. It was so busy. Like, I think Rome maybe in like October would be nice. There's also yeah. the transit system is not great and there's no parks like one thing i love about berlin is on every street corner there's like a public park like a, a, a really bazillion. a well-maintained public park and rome had nowhere to sit like me and abby were walking around with this alcohol we bought and we were like okay we'll just find a park to sit at all of the parks you would see grass in the distance you'd walk up to it and then there's a fence like do not enter i'm like what's the point of this patch of grass just to look nice Literally, me so, need to do it in a church. <laughs> we ended up sit sitting, we ended up sitting under a tree on these flattened cardboard boxes that I'm pretty confident were used Piss by soaked. homeless people. Piss soaked. soaked yeah, most likely. Mm. And it was, I literally felt like I was going to pass out. The uh, yeah. Vatican I mean, was wall to wall. Like it was just crazy. Rome was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Honestly, I mean, it's just like one of the top destinations to visit. But even when we went to Athens, that was pretty, that was pretty busy, I guess. Athens was awesome. Athens was so cool. Athens, if you think Athens was busy, Rome would have, would have drove you insane. Athens wasn't that busy, I guess. No, but Athens loved Greece. Just loved Greece in general. I loved Greece too. Mykonos. We went to Athens and we went to Mykonos. Athens was great. The one thing about Greece is they will just rip you off. Like they just want to rip you off. Yeah, you have to be careful. And a lot of scammers in Greece, but there were a lot of scammers in Rome too. All of the main cities are going to have. You're going to get scammed. You're going to get robbed. You'll probably get shot in the face. There's (laughs) so many guns in Europe. It's crazy. Everybody's packed with at least two guns. What's what do they call it? Carrying heat, packing heat. (laughs) everyone's packing heat in europe everybody's packing heat they pull that that shit doesn't that mean like a big penis is it (laughs) everyone's got like fucking huge cocks too (laughs) isn't that what that means that's what i thought i don't think i thought it meant gun i thought it meant shooter gun The one thing I um I I did I will also say about my travels in Europe I definitely became more of a anxious flyer but also I think I'm and now I know just how to make myself not anxious on a plane which is don't go so early in the morning like just don't go when your body's physically tired you know what I mean I do want to talk about our plane experiences but I just want to say pack and heat means both carrying a weapon and having a big penis so well maybe a penis is a weapon yeah have you ever heard of a sex crime. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, um, before moving to Europe, I had never missed a flight in my life. Um, Now I've missed a few. So in Milan, (laughs) in Milan, we were leaving. This is 100% my fault, and I felt terrible about it. We were leaving, and we were in, we were on the bus, and Milan's transit system is also shit. And I realized that I left, like, my keys at the hostel Mm. so then i had to run back i literally ran on foot back because the next bus wasn't coming for like half an hour and i got them and i met abby at the train station and then the train operators were on strike so no trains were going to the airport so they loaded us in this packed bus and took us to the airport but it was too far gone and you lost it our flight had boarded 
Yeah, we missed a flight coming home from Athens, but that was because of a delay. And then the connecting we missed. <laughs> and then, but the cool part was we took this um, uh, Scoot Airlines, which is the Singaporean Airlines, budget airlines. Mm-hmm. And we flew a 787 Dreamliner, which is like a really nice, gigantic plane. And there was maybe like 40 people on this plane. It like, was I feel very like that empty. plane was empty. But uh, I want to, why don't you tell them about our, fl- <laughs> our flight from Athens to Mykonos? Okay, well, we nearly actually fucking died on this plane from Athens to Mykonos. I've never, I, I broke international flight laws by turning my phone off airplane mode to text my family that I love them because I thought I, w- I could die. Like th- what was going through my head in that moment was there is a non-zero possibility. In fact, there's actually a legitimate probability that I'm about to die, that I'm literally about to die. Stop. If a, when a plane anxious. crashes, when a plane crashes, People aren't walking out of there like, oh, that was a little crazy, guys. No, they're fucking dead. <laughs> Planes don't well, crash people walk off. Okay. Let's tell the people what happened. We were we took off. It was supposed to be, a, what, a 20-minute flight, like up and Literally. down. 20-minute flight from Athens to Mykonos. I'm and we're to do I'm, this in three minutes before I have to start a new meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we're in so the going air. From Athens, going from Athens to Mykonos, <laughs> short flight. You, you get up and you get down. Basically, we're already we're over Mykonos. I could see the island, and I was I don't know why I just had a bad feeling about this plane the moment it's, we got on it. And I just well, we this, weren't like, going weird... very. I thought when I was seeing the island, like we weren't really descending, and I was like, okay. Yeah, we we circled a bit, and then the, we went down a little, and then I felt us accelerating and going up, and we're circling again, and then we're we're elevating, and then the pilot comes on and he said, because of a small technical issue, we're not going to be able to land in Mykonos. And I'm okay, like, oh, but at first he was saying it in fucking in Greek, and I I was like, um, and the ladies beside me were like gasping and like. It was there so was a ridiculous. Lot of, okay, Greek people are also dramatic, so they were not helpful in this situation whatsoever. The flight attendants were running up and down the aisle, looking out the window. They were. I think there was like a literal, like they had to because it was like an emergency. Like he, they, the one. So the one flight attendant runs all the way down the back of the plane to get the one at the very back, then takes her up to the front. They're talking with the captain, and then they're they're out. Oh, they're talking to people over the exits like all the people over the exits, like preparing them essentially. And then the, the flight attendants come on, their voice is shaky. And then they're like, okay, we're going back to Athens, everybody. They did not sound happy at all. That's when I started to really freak out because I feel like at this point I'd been on quite a few planes this year and I was like, okay, like it'll probably be fine. But then when I heard the flight attendant, like her voice was so shaky. I was like, um, (laughs) and they're not walking around anymore either. They're sitting down and we're not descending. We're actually still flying and they're in their seats and they're strapped in. Wait, The the captain comes out. He's looking out over the windows, like at the wings and stuff. And I'm literally like, what the fuck is happening? We're literally going down. At this point, we're actually going down to crash, frankly. No, like, we're not, Liam. <laughs> we're going down. The, Liam, the plane is we're going literally, down. No, they say we're going back to Athens. There, we're descending into Athens airport. We're getting to the ground. And everything up until that point is 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 in that descent is okay. And then it's shaky as hell. It's absolutely <laughs> rocky and shaky. The plane, frankly, You're feels like it's going to so tip over. Dramatic. It was shaky. It was shaky. The plane was wobbling. It was going and up and down. Then when we're like at the point where like you would touch down just about, we fucking accelerate and go back up thousands and thousands of feet into the air. Yeah. And that's when I was, take off that's again. when I literally think I started to cry. And it's funny because Liam 
the whole time to me was like, it's okay. It's okay. Like Liam seems so calm and stoic. I was like, okay, which I appreciate. He was like, it's okay. Like, we'll be fine. Cause I was literally freaking out. And then after it was all said and done, <laughs> Liam was like, not okay. No, I called, I called my boyfriend, called my family. I was crying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and the I'm ladies really beside me, the ladies beside me can go to hell. Because they were like laughing. The ladies beside me, they were like practicing their brace positions and laughing. I was like, this is, and I'm literally crying. I'm like, this is not funny. Like, yeah, people were scared. There was kids on this plane scared. It was frankly terrifying. So that's absolutely terrifying. We circle in the air for literally probably like 40 minutes. Like, it was a long time. And then finally we land in the landing gear it's fine whatever yeah i don't know what there. changed but fire truck and ambulance are there waiting for us mind you yeah yeah so hmm so we didn't make oh. it to mykonos we were back in athens and then they basically were like okay you guys can wait um and we're just gonna fix the same plane yeah and then I you said, can take it to mykonos and we were all like um especially liam was like um not getting back on that plane no, I told you, Abby, I said, you guys, if you want to do it, do it. No, no issue. But I'm getting on a boat. I'm going by boat to yeah. Mykonos. So obviously we didn't abandon Liam, but we, our 20 minute flight became a four hour ferry to Mykonos. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get there till the evening. And yeah. And then on the way awesome. back, on the way back to Athens, it was so delayed that we missed our flight from Athens to Berlin and we literally slept in the airport. Yeah, that was also... That trip was exhausting. <laughs> but I think that speaks to how awesome Greece is because I still look back fondly. Like, Greece was so fun. Yeah, it was still a really great time. And I mean, Mykonos is so cool. But holy fuck. Great. The airlines I will never fuck with again, and I'm telling you to not fuck with, are EasyJet, Volotea, Volotea. and WestJet. And WestJet, because my flight home was severely fucked by WestJet. So... Yeah, fly direct. Just fly direct if you're going to find fly. a direct flight. Remortgage your house if you have to. Yeah. Do not have a layover. No. And do not fly before the hours of 11 a.m. <laughs> no, straight up. Like, literally, just don't do it. Go later. Just don't it's do not it. Worth just don't it. do it. It's not worth the day. So, yeah, that was us nearly dying. <laughs> but Mykonos was great. Mykonos was so fun. That's like, honestly, top of my list. Do you want me to yeah. My list. That's every city I went to: per- Berlin, Paris, Athens, Mykonos. I just loved the history. One of my favorite things about Europe was the history. Loved the Louvre. Loved the Acropolis. I'm gonna be honest. By the time I was done in Europe, because I did a lot of my traveling in July, um, I was really over the history. <laughs> I was over the landmarks. I was over the churches. I was really. I honestly, at this point, feel like. I've seen one church. I've seen every church. So that's, I was every time, every time I'd be like, Oh my God, this is crazy. My favorite thing about my travels in Europe was the food and like walking around and finding just like smaller spots. I think is so much fun. Yeah. I had the best octopus in Mykonos. Mm. Mm. Loved it. Um, I want to go through my list. I want to go through my list. I want to go through my list. I'm going to not include Berlin because I put that at number one, but that's kind of not fair because I live there. Um, In last place, Rome. I've already told you why. Second to last, Milan. I already told you why. Wow. Um, Tenth place, Amsterdam. I was so disappointed in Amsterdam. 
Like I thought it was going to be yeah, really free. Uh, like obviously it's sexually free, but I thought it was going to be very like just just like creative and like liberated place. But it, all that was there was groups of men on their bachelor parties and women on their oh. bachelorette parties. Like cigar smoke filled the streets. There were parts like of it mega. that were super cool. Like I saw Anne Frank's house. I did a canal tour. Those were lovely, beautiful, but like so much of it was like literally like the Vegas of Europe, but not as fun as North American Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is awesome. I love Vegas. <laughs> and I just was not in the mindset to be in a Vegas type environment. I was like, okay. Anyways, 10th I put, or sorry, 9th I put Verona and then Barcelona and then, um, the Algarves, which is like Lagos and Porto Mayo in Portugal, and then Paris, Athens, Copenhagen, Lisbon, Krakow, Poland, and then number one, I put Mykonos. Wow. But a lot of that, I think, is like, I'm not even, I mean, it's partially just like the city itself, but it's also partially the experience I had. Like Mykonos with you and Abby was like so beautiful, wonderful, and should have yeah, included jazz, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Paid 30 euro for a chair on the beach. Worth it. Honestly, it was so great. And you know what's crazy? I saw a picture of Teresa Judice at that beach. At that beach club? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. And it was buy one, get one. Strong buy drink. Buy one, get one slushy drinks. And they, were, they weren't cheap, but they were for buy one, get one. It was a good deal. Yeah. Oh my God. I would go back to Mykonos. 100%. I'd go back to Mykonos for like a solid week. I don't know. I think a week would be the absolute max. I could spend a Mykonos without getting a little bit like repetitive because it's quite small. It is very small. Yeah. But you could still do lots. I would like to do like Greek islands, like other ones like Mykonos mm. and then like Santorini. Yeah. But also like to do like Spanish islands. I didn't get to explore Spain that much. I want to go to Italy. Like, I want to go to Italy. Where would you travel next? If you're not going to or actually no, just what, what would your next trip be? Like if you were going to do a big trip. I feel like this was such a like you such can't a say Iraq. <laughs> say, no, such, that's top of your list. Such a no, Russia is the top of my list. Um, oh, such a huge trip this was, and like so much traveling I did this year that I don't even I don't even know. Like I I can't. Oh, one place I really wanted to go is Iceland, which I did not get the chance to. But I would. You were love getting to go going. Oh, that's right. You had a, a stopover, popover, stopover. I was going to do a stopover. Yeah. I, didn't. I think I want to do Asia next, specifically Japan. I love Japan. I would also love to go back to Japan. I'm really thinking about it because Japan was so amazing. Yeah, and also I, really I have family there that I, I get to see once every fucking eight years. Like, so. yeah, I want to go to Japan and I also want to go to, honestly, there's a couple of places in North America. I really want to go like the American South like louisiana i want to yeah. go yeah i know i'll get murdered but it'd be awesome <laughs> it'd be so good i want to go to nashville i want to go to mexico sorry i just want to do an all-inclusive park my ass in mexico moment yeah. that's what i want to yeah, do and do. i'm going to do next summer um well, don't go to mexico in the summer that's the stupid thing <laughs> okay but jess is planning our friend is planning her 30th birthday go during hurricane season just go to go, go go during hurricane season on the hurricane side. well you can talk to her then because you're invited yeah well tell that bitch to shut the fuck up <laughs> all right well what are your closing thoughts on this uh european situation did we miss anything i mean there's so much to talk about that probably will come up in future episodes but honestly 
what's the best thing you ate in Europe? I think about our octopus dish in Mykonos frequently. I think about that one. I also think about, honestly, one thing that really stands out for me is like Durum, of course, but also in um, Paris, there was this one restaurant I went to for like a lunch and I got um, a French onion soup and then I had this like duck confit and it was so good. So, so yummy. I had coco vin. Coco vin. Mm, I didn't get to try everything I wanted to try for my Paris list, but I did have some really delicious food. I just ate. My Durham. I miss my Durham. Shout out to Meha's donor in Durham <laughs> who first sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Free shout out. You're welcome. I had this bomb octopus salad in Portugal. Mm. Yeah, Greek seafood was really awesome. What else did I even eat in Greece? I don't even know. I feel like yeah. I'm forgetting something we should talk about, but I don't know. Beer? <laughs> I didn't go to sleep till 4 a.m., so I'm not on my A game right now. I am. Um, I'm caffeinated. I'm up. Me saying I'm up. I'm going to a concert tonight in Toronto. For who? By myself. Just a little Nas. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> By myself. You're gonna be the oldest person in the whole arena. Liam, I am Gen Z. Yeah. I am the first year of Gen so- Z. Quite frankly, I should get more respect because I am the pioneer. The, the pioneer. Everyone in that concert's going to be literally 14, though. No, but they're actually going to be playing Fortnite. Like, he's going to do Fortnite dances, I bet. wonder what. No, no, because it was a 19-plus event, so. Really? Yeah, because it was at a club, but then they merged the events. But, like, those two events sold out as 19-plus, so now I think a large amount will be 19-plus. And they're serving alcohol. Oh, my God, that's actually hilarious. (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Well, say hi for me. (laughs) To to Lil Nas? You got the meet and greet pass, right? Yeah, I'm going to go backstage. Yeah. (laughs) Chase is in the sweat zone. Woohoo! And there's something going on with the train operators here, too. So the train I have to take is like an hour and a half when it should be like less than an hour. Well, take an Uber. I'm going to take an Uber home, but it's literally like 80 bucks. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it depends when the concert gets out, but if it gets out of like 11, I'm not, I'm not, anyways, this is a stupid conversation. <laughs> well, have fun. Have fun. Have a good time. Stay safe. Pick a, pick a song. Oh yeah. Shit. You know, it's a really good song. Hey, Julie by Fountains of Wayne. I've never heard it. I don't even know who Hey, that is. Julie, look what they're doing to me. Trying to keep me up. Trying to wear me down. Julie, I swear it's so hard to bear it. And I'll never make it through without Copyright. You. Copyright. Yeah. Cut it off. Copyright. No, it's not copyright if it's a if it's a cover. It's my rendition. What? <laughs> it reminds me of this time my mom bought on iTunes, this was when you used to buy songs on iTunes. She bought the Rihanna song Te Amo or something, but it wasn't the Rihanna version. It was like one of those, like, they try to make it sound just as close as possible. And she's like, this is Rihanna. I'm like, mom, this is not Rihanna. She's like, no, it's literally Rihanna. Look, made famous by Rihanna. Made and I'm like, that famous. means that it's not Rihanna singing. <laughs> she's like, really? That's so funny. And that song's like, Te Amo, Te Amo. <laughs> great i support support that it was cool the world before streaming was a funny funny place well you know what actually okay one thing i just learned okay final thing one thing i learned recently about spotify 
there are actually like made up artists on here. Like if you go on a Spotify playlist, apparently like half of these like artists, if you Google them are not real and they'll have like hundreds of thousands of listeners. How is that possible? Spotify will privately pay people basically to record things and then they'll own it and they'll be because they pay they they pay streams to artists right so then they don't pay streams to artists that they are but i feel like it's already so oversaturated on spotify why would they want more because they well that's the thing they do it on their own playlists and then they pump up their own artists you know what i mean jesus isn't that crazy? Not just a conspiracy. Like I feel like that's not true. It could be a conspiracy. I saw it on TikTok, but the guy was like <laughs> googling these bands, and then he's like explaining how this could be a thing. I'm like, that that makes perfect business sense. Like, why wouldn't wild. the business do that? You you spend money by paying streamers, so don't pay the streamers if you if you produce the music. What does your shirt say? Slice of, slice of. And then it's nothing, and it's just says daily fresh, open Monday to Saturday, and then on the back is a big lime. Oh, yeah, I like it. Anyways, can I say my song now? Mm-hmm. My song is Invincible by Omar Apollo, which I listened to uh, a lot last is. night when I couldn't sleep. He's that is. just like a gay singer. Oh, he's gay? He's a cutie. And the rumor is that he dated Frank Ocean, which would just be the cutest relationship. Omar Apollo. He looks like someone. I can't put my finger on it, but he looks like someone. Anyways, that's my song. It's really nice. Should listen to it. Okay. I probably won't, but... <sighs> yeah, whatever. You don't respect me. You disrespect me. Well, anyways, have a great time at your thing. Thanks, I will. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you can find us on socials. Oh, yeah. I always forget to do this. <laughs> at two serving spot you can email us at two serving spot at gmail.com we have a lot of ideas liam has a great brainstormed list of ideas for this season so it's quite exciting adding to it yeah so get ready guys (laughs) get those q-tips out clean those ears out because i'm living in it i'm sleeping also leave us a review yeah you can leave reviews on spotify now you can leave reviews on spotify i know leave us a review you 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 demons if you don't leave us a review, I will. Oh, maybe I can't make that statement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I will hurt myself, but that would be. Liam, <laughs> I like how you say you can't make it and then you proceed to make it. <laughs> well, if I, if I hedge it, you know, if I wrap it in, I'm not saying this, I will hurt myself. I'm not saying that, you know, and then I can say it. Hypothetically, what would happen if I did say it? You know, that could be something I could phrase it as. All right. Um, say bye. <laughs> oh, goodbye. Sounded like you were going into O Canada. Anyways. No. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Have a good day.